0: You're listening to the Harmonizing Her Podcast, where ambition finds its perfect rhythm. The show for the multifaceted, multi-passionate woman who's ready to harmonize all parts of herself. Let's get right into today's episode. Welcome back to another episode of the Harmonizing Her Podcast. I think... This is gonna be my favorite episode of the entire season because I am going to talk you through a list of things that significantly improved my quality of life. These things are so simple and they are so underrated, but the way that they have impacted the day-to-day joy that I feel is so next level and so significant so I'm like we need a whole episode just talking through all of these things now the first thing I want to talk to you about is I replaced routines with rhythms and I feel like a routine has this obligatory undertone to it where it feels a little bit more rigid. It feels like there's less room for flexibility and adaptability and this thing that you're bound to, to check all the boxes, go through the motions, try to fit it into your day. And then what happens when you have that obligation energy is the undertone to anything you're doing, you're gonna become resentful and you're gonna become resistant and then you're not gonna do it. And so now you're not Doing the things in your routine that you know are gonna make you feel good because you have some beef with like the actual structure of your routine. And I really needed to change my relationship with my routine. And I heard the word rhythm, and that just had like instant resonance because to me, a rhythm is something that has a little bit more ebb and flow. There's more flexibility, there's more adaptability, and especially for me in the season that I'm in right now, we have a two year old. And so every day does not look the same in our household. Every morning does not look the same. We are not a family that gets up at the same time every day. There's, there's some, you know, flexibility needed there and adaptability. And so I started to relook at my days of, okay, I want a morning rhythm and I want a night rhythm and I also want a rhythmic structure set into my schedule. And so I guess let's start there because that's probably going to be just the quickest i want to go over and i could do a whole freaking master class just on setting rhythms but i really attribute the spaciousness and freedom that i have from that regard to having a good rhythmic structure in just the day-to-day of my life and how i run my life and my business so for client communication for example inside my business i'm available tuesday wednesday thursday so it's been a while now but like I got rid of the Monday through Friday being available 9 to 5 things so I could really reconcentrate my energy. I take client calls on Tuesdays. I have creative days on Wednesdays. Like every day has like a theme or rhythm to them so I can go throughout the week and that like rhythmic like fluidity that we're all looking for we want the flow we want the ease I think that comes from giving yourself some guardrails to to ebb and flow around and I always use the comparison of if you've ever taken a a child bowling and they put the bumpers up like They can bowl and they can have fun and live their best life and the ball can kind of dance as it's going down the lane, but there's structure there where no matter what, you're not going to get a gutter ball and that's kind of the same way that I look at rhythms. In my day-to-day life and operating, you know, life and business and motherhood and everything in between. I have those bumpers, those guardrails where I can still have the flexibility and dance from one side to the other. And it doesn't need to be perfect. But we have the parameters in place where we know we're not getting a metaphorical gutter ball in any areas. So every day of the week has like a different theme. And then when it comes to my morning and nighttime rhythm i always say to my clients it's really important to start and end your day with what i call generators so let's think about what happens when the power goes out most people if you have a generator that's like the source you go to where there's some reserved energy that you can plug into and so we want to really identify what are the energy restorative or energy replenishing pieces of your day that you can make sure are prioritized so you're starting your day replenishing your energy you're ending your day replenishing your energy and if you can start and end every single day like that your life is going to change point blank period hands down and so for me when i think about the morning specifically i'm such a morning person i love morning workouts i love eating a big breakfast i love starting the day with some music and movement and those are the things that feel like generators for me so if i'm looking at my morning rhythm we always are going to have a workout we're always going to have breakfast and we're always going to have like a getting ready session of some sort playing some music or a podcast in the background now the order of these things doesn't matter. That's what really makes this a rhythm rather than a routine. They don't have to be at the same time. They don't have to be in the same order, but I'm going to make sure that I'm checking all of those boxes before I start my workday. Maybe I start my workday at 9am. Maybe I start it at 1230 in the afternoon. It's irrelevant, but I don't start my day until my morning rhythm is done. And I've checked the boxes on those generators that I know is gonna allow me to show up as the best version of myself, totally replenished, totally recharged, pouring from that overflowing cup, which is a core value for mind and business. So we have the morning rhythm, we have the morning generators. Now the PM, this was something that I really started to focus on at the end of last year. I, I've always had a really great morning routine rhythm, but I was like, I need something more purposeful to wind the days down with. And so for me, that looks like Um, Doing some red light therapy so I have a red light and I'm like that is like the first rhythmic indicator that we're going to wind down put the phone away put the red light on I have this ritual around my PM cocktail so we have like a magnesium poppy tart cherry juice drink that i make faithfully every night that also is like very nourishing and nurturing to me and so that's that's the pm rhythm and it's really really simple but those are generators now if i have extra time i will also do a little like gratitude journaling one of my favorite like five second journal prompts is three things that I'm celebrating as they're on their way to me, three things that I'm celebrating and appreciating in advance while they're still manifesting and dropping in. And so just having a rhythm for the morning, a rhythm for the evening. So you're starting and ending your day, like I said, with those generators, but you also are having a rhythm for your work week and for your day to day. And maybe every day has a different Theme or intention or something like that I have never been one for time blocking I've also never been one for forcing energy so if I'm going to work on a project or write a sales page or do something specific and I wake up and my energy isn't in that space I'm feeling called to work on something else I have built rhythms in my business that allow that flexibility not in a way of like avoiding the work that you have to do but making sure that you're doing everything in the highest most super supercharged, focused and concentrated energy and rhythms have really helped me accomplish that. So number one, (laughs) replace your routine with a rhythm. Now, the second thing, this is a big intention that I set going into 2024. I told my friends a couple of weeks ago, it is one of my goals and intentions every single month out of the year to initiate some sort of get together or dinner party with my friends if you guys follow me on instagram you know that i love to host i love hosting parties i love themed parties i love getting my friends together and something that i really realized at the end of last year we were doing a lot of get togethers with our friends and i was like this feels this feels like another generator to me. This feels so restorative. Like I didn't even notice how much I was missing getting together with my friends. And I think especially now that we're older, it's easy to go months and months without getting together. And it's not that we're all so busy. It's just like nobody ever really initiates it. And then when someone does, it's actually very easy to get our group of friends together. So I'm like, I am making a pact to initiate a get together once a month, more dinner parties, more theme parties. We're already talking about doing a fondue night with our friends. And we're going to see a comedy show together in a couple weeks to kind of kick that off for the new year. And I also find that that then gives you something to look forward to every single month. So how can you put something on your calendar that you can really feel that like eagerness and hype and anticipation and excitement and build up every month out of the year. That's always one of my favorite feelings when we're planning vacations. Me and my mom always say the vacation's awesome, but like the best part is actually the anticipation leading up to the vacation and planning and the countdown and packing and we're gonna have so much fun. Like that vibe, if we can infuse that more into our life every single month, it's going to drastically improve the quality. So life hack, put something on the calendar every single month that you can look forward to and initiate plans with the people you love. Send out the group text, reach out to an old friend, get a coffee date on a calendar, go see a comedy show. You will thank yourself. Every single time I get together with my friends, I'm like, I'm so glad someone initiated this. I'm so glad that we made plans and all got together. Like, It genuinely is so nourishing to the soul. So that's the second thing. The third thing, this is for all my coffee girlies. Okay. The third thing that drastically improved my quality of life this year (laughs) is mastering my at home coffee. I got so fucking sick of Starbucks this year. I had a Nespresso and then I got this other coffee pot. Then I went back to the Nespresso. Then my Nespresso broke. My husband called the warranty. They sent me a new one. And I was like, I'm going to just master the art of at-home coffee. I set myself up a beautiful little coffee corner in my kitchen. I got all my favorites, different syrups, different mixers, different Nespresso pods, making lattes and Americana and I actually just recently this week made my own salted maple pre-made cold foam but I am like a straight barista at home and anytime that I want like a decadent high quality coffee I can just stroll into my kitchen and so if I'm starting my day going back to the generators if we're starting our day with generators and a generator for me is a good coffee okay nothing beats a good coffee not like a cheap coffee not like starbucks coffee i used to think starbucks was like the elite coffee and then i started going to like local (laughs) local coffee houses and like craft coffee houses and i'm like okay no we have a new level of coffee so if you're a coffee person invest this year in making a coffee station that you can make a better coffee than going out to your favorite coffee house like get all your favorite mixers get all your favorite things, look up recipes. I I was telling my friends a few weeks ago, I literally love watching people make their coffees on TikTok, I love watching the recipes, I love getting inspiration and you get to have that on demand 24 seven at home. Yes, please, okay? And this kind of brings me to the next thing, which if you are a client of mine, if you're in my membership, this is something I talk about all the time invest in some really beautiful glassware, okay? Because you don't wanna make that gorgeous rich coffee and then like pour it into a styrofoam mug or from like a a mug that you've had in your cabinet for the last 10 years. There is something that feels so rich and so wealthy, about having nice glassware. So I have these like beautiful chunky thick little glass espresso pods. I have these other like big glass ones for when I'm making a latte. I have another (laughs) set in my amazon cart right now that's like really beautiful bubble Cups I have another cup that has like these little gems all over it But invest in some glassware doesn't need to be expensive like my favorite pieces are literally on Amazon I have my clients ask for them all the time because I'm always like if you want to feel Energetically wealthy drink out of a stunning gorgeous cup every single day And I always also say I love glass straws and it's so this might be like the most niche specific thing I've ever said But I love when I have like a nice glass straw and a nice cup and that like little clinking noise as i'm swirling my coffee i'm like i just feel like the richest bitch right now so that's another life hack like seriously get yourself a few glasses that you absolutely love and then when i'm making my pm rhythm mocktail i'm using a different glass and i'm getting a straw and it's just like this whole elevated vibe now this also kind of bleeds into to the next thing when it comes to elevating your vibe get yourself a signature scent in the last six months of the year i really rehauled my whole like bath and body routine if you will all new body wash new body oil new body lotion new scents new body mists everything in between to just smell amazing 24 7. i always say it's the best compliment when someone says my house smells good or i smell good and so i started investing in some different perfumes and layering scents and i've never been a vanilla person at all ever but this year for some reason i became a vanilla whore and just wanted everything to smell like vanilla and so now every time I take a shower it went from just this like mundane routine thing to this really elevated luxurious experience because now i have these beautiful shampoos and my favorite smell is everywhere and i have a signature scent in my perfume and then i get out and i have these beautiful lotions and oils and it's this whole rhythm again that's a source of a generator and they're so simple like the things that i'm talking about like laughing at this episode a little bit cuz they're so simple like get yourself some beautiful coffee mugs learn how to make a killer at home latte rework your your body care routine invest in fragrances that make you feel really wealthy all of these things compound to create a better quality of life and the thing that want to end the episode with is the thing that i think brings all of these things that we've talked about together which is really the concept of romanticizing your life every single day i always tell my clients if you can find The mundane moments, the routine moments, the things that you have to do no matter what anyway, the things that have even become unconscious and just a part of your day, like making your coffee, right? You can do that in a really unconscious way where you're like, I have this basic coffee pot, grab that mug that's been collecting dust for 10 years, make your coffee, go through the motion, take your shower, uh, shampoo your hair and like start your day or like we've been talking about you grab a gorgeous cup that you love and you grab your favorite straw and you make your favorite latte and then you have your whole moment in the shower because every detail of it is romanticized from your shampoo to your body oil to your spray to your lotion and everything in between that then takes these mundane average everyday moments you're gonna do the things anyway right you're gonna shower anyway you might as well make it a luxurious part of your day you're gonna drink a coffee every day most likely anyway so why not extract that moment and make it something that feels so rich and so wealthy and so nourishing make those things that are boring or mundane or average how do we turn them into generators and things that actually restore our energy and replenish us and make us feel really good and feel vibrationally wealthy rather than just going through the motions. So I'm always looking for little pockets and opportunities of how can I better romanticize the boring moments of my life? How can I look at this rhythm in a different way? How can I look at this thing that I have to do anyway and make it even more special, even when it comes to like, cleaning the house i get my beautiful pink jbl speaker out i blast it i have myself a whole moment i have to do it anyway why not romanticize my life The way that I kind of trained myself to start doing that too, was actually creating content around these mundane things. And so I would take my phone out to like film myself making the coffee or film myself getting ready or make an aesthetic video of like lighting the candle or burning the sage or whatever it is to to capture the moment and make it romantic and look at it through a different lens of this isn't just something I'm going through unconsciously and I'm checking off the list, but I'm purposefully creating beautiful moments every single day and these moments fill my days my days fill my weeks and my my months and my years and my life and now all of a sudden our life is made up of these beautiful romanticized intentional little moments and like i said the things that we covered today like they seem basic And they seem simple, but I'm telling you, they make the biggest difference in how you feel from an energetic perspective, how you look forward to starting and ending your day. Like I look forward to waking up and making my coffee when you can have that eagerness and anticipation for life and meeting up with your friends and getting together with people who fill up your cup. That's what life is all about. So maybe you saw that the episode or the title for today's episode and you're like, oh my gosh, these are going to be like the most radical, grandiose, like things that are totally going to change my life. But I want to let you in on a little something. It is very rarely the huge, grandiose things that change your life. What really changes your life is zeroing in on the little moments that matter and creating Moments that matter on purpose loving your life on purpose creating a beautiful life on purpose Romanticizing the moments of your life on purpose because otherwise life is just gonna come and go and slip through your fingers And I don't know about you, but for me I feel so devoted to making my life meaningful and beautiful on purpose. So I can't wait to hear which one of these things you try. If not all of them, DM me on Instagram. I would love to know what you thought of this episode and I will see you next week. That's a wrap for this week's episode. As always, I'm your host, Taylor Slango, and it's my mission for this show to be a catalyst that empowers you to break free from all the boxes and stop trying to niche down who you are. Make sure to stay connected by subscribing to the show, going to taylorslango.com forward slash podcast to join the free harmonized weekly newsletter and connecting with me on Instagram at taylorslango.